Welcome to Saints and Humans, a podcast for chaplains who are also human and sometimes better at being humans than saints. I will be sharing my own experiences of being a chaplain and interviewing others to hear their stories and the stories of their families, as well as learning from colleagues we work with in related fields, because it's our own humanity that unites us on this very spiritual journey through a very mortal life. Today, I want you to meet one of my colleagues, my friend Nadia, who lives in Kyiv, Ukraine. She is Ukrainian and we are working together on some projects and she has taken time to talk with us and share her story of her experience in the war there and her understanding of trauma and dissociation in that context. She's a psychologist there and working hard to help others around her, her own clients, as well as literally survive herself. For those in the community who already know about Nadia, I do want to update you. We have gotten her as far as Lviv, but she does not want to leave because she's helping the people there and many of them cannot leave, even though so many have. Unfortunately, as part of her trauma experience of the war so far, once she was finally able to get out of Kyiv, the Russians invaded where she arrived in Lviv as well. So she's sharing under very difficult circumstances, but it's also how she's coping. And she wanted to tell her story as she fights to survive, as she tries to model for others and in effort to help in one of the only ways that she can. Welcome to my friend Nadia. Hello, world. My name is Nadia Alexina. I'm psychologist, sexologist, and CBT-DBT consultant. Also, I'm a political advisor of the Ukrainian right liberal party Democratic X about social, psychological rehabilitation and sexual education and politics. I'm from Kiev, Ukraine. Now I'm in Lviv, Ukraine. I'm finishing my master's degree studying social and economical psychology in Kyiv National Economic University. Also, I've studied cognitive behavioral therapy and dialectical behavioral therapy in Deutsche Arbeitgemeinschaft Dialectic Behavioral Therapy. Also, the therapy of complex PTSD in psychodrama and CBT methods. And also, the therapy of sexual dysfunctions in CBT methods. Now I'm in Lviv helping people who moved from some very bad situations um, to go maybe Poland or other European countries. So mm, now we are in the war and now I'm, I'd like to tell you more about this. But I'm really grateful. I've really appreciated your uh, new friendship. <laughs> it too. It too. It's, uh, you know, um, it, it made me... Um, here in Ukraine, in such situation, we uh, I recommend my clients to have something 
as hope, as uh, uh, support. Uh, and uh, I've understood that you are my hope, you know, like something from the normal world. So for me, it's very important. And I'm really, really glad. Oh, I am so grateful. We obviously, like, obviously from such a place of privilege and alleged safety here, compared to what you're going through, people feel so helpless. Like, they want to do something. Yeah, yeah, I know it. And so just just anything at all that support, I'm just grateful. I'm so glad. Let's back up just to get people oriented to who you are and your story. Let's back way up just so that people are caught up on your story a little bit. Is that okay? Yes, sure. Let's let's do that. And just so that people can understand what you've been through. I know people want to know, people want to help. And so let's start there just so that the listeners are on the same page that that will work so you are there in ukraine and actually uh, i was born in ukraine in a not very big city Mykolaiv. uh it's southern ukraine uh, but uh, the last uh, 14 years i have been living in uh, kiev it's the capital of Ukraine. And uh, on the 24th of February this year, uh, the war started. And I have heard on 5 o'clock in the morning the bombs near my house. Actually, um, I'm a, a consultant in a political party. So my uh, friends told me, to go out from Ukraine for several weeks, um, but uh, I had uh, tickets only for 25th, 25th of February to Spain for three weeks uh, near the sea, but uh, the war have started earlier that I had tickets, so I was in Kiev when it starts. Let me let me ask you this just so that people get to know you and your your experience. What uh-huh. when you were growing up just as a child or an adolescent, what was your experience culturally of Russia? Actually, it's uh, the very very long story and I will write about it a lot in my blog and will tell about it because uh when I was born uh, I was born in very uh, Russian-speaking uh, city. Uh, first of all, uh, when uh, my school starts to be in Ukrainian language, uh, I was told by my relatives like it's something mm, not very good. You know, like uh, like Russian is better than Ukrainian. You know, such, uh, like, for example, Russian is uh, for citizens and Ukrainian language is for some some, more not very educated person, you know. Um, But when we started uh, to learn uh, Ukrainian language, it was very interesting for me. So I speak very well of both of them. Russian and Ukrainian. Um, after that, uh, I have uh, 
written poems from six years old and uh, I have written it uh, in Russian language. Then I became uh, a writer, blogger, I don't know how to sell it in our time, uh, and I, I have written it in Russian. Also, a lot of years I thought that um, I'm more Russian than Ukrainian. I adore Russian literature, and we had such a um, narrative, like Russians are a bit better than Ukrainians. After that, it was Maidan in uh, 2014, when Russia uh, make aggression against Ukraine in our Donetsk and Lugansk, and they take Crimea. And for me, it was a very, very uh, new um, page of my life because I've started to talk to people who was on this war and I started to talk with people who learned Ukrainian history. And all my uh, thoughts about Russia and Ukraine uh, started to change. Uh, I started to learn more about it, and I just understood that uh, there were maybe three hundred years that Russia was uh, telling Ukraine that they, the Ukrainians, that they are not not uh, as good as Russians. You know, like uh, we had Holodomor in nineteen uh, thirties years. Uh, also, always. Um, Russians, Russia culture tried to mm, kill Ukrainians uh, because they wanted our lands and also they do it not only with the Ukrainians. The problem is not only Russian-Ukrainian side. Uh, they do it with Georgia, they do it with Abkhazia, they do it with... Uh, mm, yeah. Georgia is a, and Abkhazia and a lot of countries uh, in Russia Federation for now. Uh, so I started to uh, re, um, you know, like uh, um, rebuild my identity, and I need. Uh, I was. Uh, um, I needed to choose who am I. Ukrainian or Russian, because my family was uh, very, um, it was the Ukrainians and Russians and all of them. But as uh, we were independent country, and I have seen that uh, there, were, there was a real war, uh, so I needed to choose something and I needed to learn more. Uh, so after that, uh, it was very, very long eight years uh, when I have talked to a lot of people uh, who told, uh, who was very um, Ukrainian, who told me that we should uh, stop um, making Russia culture great. We should stop uh, as, as a nation, not you. Not you, like Nadia Alexina, but when you do some product for Ukrainians, 
you should do it in Ukrainian, not because we hate Russian language, but it's necessary to survive as a nation because we had such and such history. All of these eight years, I argue them because for me it was very painful because I'm a Russian poet, um, I'm a Russian um, writer, I write in Russian language and I, I really like Russian language, you know, as a writer, for me language is something like uh, my, um, like music for me. Um, but I uh, have had a lot of arguments and uh, uh, have searched some um, historical documents and more and more and more thought that, uh, okay, maybe they have some, um, some good arguments and maybe they are right, but I'm not sure and we should make peace you know, like we should be um, people of the 21st century, so love, peace, and so on. But then when uh, on 24th of February, the very big war started, not such a war like we had in Crimea and Donetsk and Lugansk, but uh, the very big war. Our uh, schools are bombed. Our uh, clinics uh, are bombed. The houses of my friends are bombed, and everything is ruined. And people died. After that, first uh, of my life, I have understood that okay, these people who told me that we should reborn Ukrainian culture was right. Because only in such way we can make, uh, you know, independence and uh, the difference between Ukrainian culture and Russian, but not Russian-Russian, but Russian imperialistic uh, and uh, invader, invader culture, you know, so... Uh, for me now, it's uh, the answered question. Uh, I am Ukrainian and I am the liberal Ukrainian who was uh, all my life for peace and love and being um, more tolerant to all cultures. But for now, I know that it's uh, the question of survival. So for now, I think that we need to tell to all the world that we are Ukrainians. Okay, good. That, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. So how did you know that things were really starting to ex escalate with Russia now in the present? Because things have been tense and back and forth for a while, and there's all this history. How did you, living in Kiev know that, okay, this is actually really serious and different than before? Oh, actually, uh, it's very uh, interesting uh, about me, uh, because I had uh, this information for uh, several weeks. My friends who were in army told me that, okay, you should go. But um, 
I just couldn't believe. Okay, I, I, I believed them, but I thought like, okay, maybe not such a big war will start or maybe not. It's, it's crazy, you know, it's really crazy in 2022 to make such a war in European country. It's, it's really crazy. Uh, for me, it was something like impossible. I thought that maybe, okay, they will continue uh, in Razor in, in um, DNR, LNR, Donetsk, Lugansk, and so on. But Kiev, the capital of big European country, no way. Um, but I was uh, a bit ready because it was um, like... Uh, very clever people who work in army, who know this, told it every day, like in our chats of party. So, okay, I was ready. Like I had, um, I had bought uh, five bottles of water, you know, these big ones for 20 liters. I have bought some food. Uh, to survive if something. Uh, I also had some mm, small mm, small package with documents, uh, passports, money and so on. If something happens, I, I can take it and go. And also I had uh, a ticket to holiday in Spain, but it was not like to, mm, to run from it. It was like, okay, these people tell me that I should go. I don't want them to uh, to waste their energy to worry about me. And they tell me, okay, I I will go, but not running, because I'm not very uh, into this. Uh, I think that it will never happen. But I can go and uh, maybe just sit there in Spain. Uh, and as I'm working online, it's not a very good thing for me. And how I knew that it's, it happened uh, on the five, five o'clock in the morning, uh, it was Thursday. Uh, actually, I can't sleep that day, that night. Um, it's uh, unusual for me. I was talking with my friend who live in Kharkiv and he is in Kharkiv now. Um, we just talked that um, it's very stressful situation that all the country talk about uh, war and even Biden on that day uh, told that now I know that uh, Russia will bomb Ukraine or something like this. So we, we were talking about this and were a bit nervous, but mm, just in normal normal way, you know. Um, so I was uh, I was trying to sleep maybe in uh, half an hour and just sitting in my uh, iPhone just uh, Taping, tapping something, and I have heard uh, explosions. Uh, it was very, very near my house. Uh, I have gone to my windows, and uh, three cars started to make sound. You know, like um, 
Carlon. Uh, so they started and uh, it was not very um, clear for me, like, okay, some explosions, car alarm, and uh, what else? And then explosions uh, started uh, in every five minutes, you know, like a, a lot of them. Then I have gone to my chart uh, with my buddy, and uh, there were 20 people who told like, okay, on this uh, region, okay, here is explosions, uh, there are explosions. Uh, so I have understood that it started. But actually, I had denial for several hours. First of all, I talked to my friends and they told me, okay, uh, you live in, uh, in, in the Berry Center, so you should go to the other parts of Kiev, for example, to my place or to my place. I have several friends who pro proposed me this, uh, but I have told them that, uh, okay, I haven't slept. So for now, I'm not in a very normal condition and I know that I should be in normal condition to make some decisions. So maybe for now, there are no explosions for 20 minutes. So maybe I should sleep first and then go. They told me that, okay, first of all, you should just take some documents, money and uh, package that you will take with you if something will uh, start being worse you should be ready to take it and go um i i did like this uh, so i took uh, a big uh, big package with uh, all my money all my um, documents and all i i need <laughs> not all i need but all i can take with me um and uh, get some sleep. After several hours, I uh, woke up and uh, it was more explosions near my house, but not very, you know, like not uh, not something like uh, can kill or no, no, it could kill you, but uh, it can't ruin the house. So it was not very scary that 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 moment i think that it's dissociation in some case because uh, i had no emotions at all it's classical dissociation because i was like uh, very mm, very clear and very uh, um, concentrated so um the tech the taxi don't uh, don't work already in that time so i just take something i can take with me go to the metro station go to the end of the kiev and on that metro station uh, i needed to walk for by my foot for maybe 40 minutes and then uh, the car took me to go to my friend's house because it was um a bit more safe, as as we can just imagine, you know, because now nobody know where is safe or not. We just 
it's just impossible to be sure that this house will survive this night and this will not. So um, people who know a bit more about war told me that that house is a bit more safe. So for me, it was enough to make this, this decision. So I, I go there. So I just want to, it's so surreal listening to you to t tell your story and, and thinking of you there and I was messaging you and I just want to, I want to provide a little more context for listeners that your whole work, and when you talk about being a political consultant, what you're, what what you're supporting and teaching and educating about is social justice and things like that. Like you are about who you are as a person and who your work is focused on is about uh -huh. peace and caring for people and healing trauma. And here you are in the middle of active ongoing trauma. And I was texting you and you said, oh, it's okay. Just think positive. And I'm like, I am positive that bombs are falling. <laughs> but yes, that that dissociation, and we talk about trauma and dissociation, and that is absolutely what's going on. But also, when we talk about psychological first aid, that's not the time to say, Nadia. <laughs> Because right. you you are coping and you are in the trauma and literally still in danger. And so um, whatever you need to do to be well and to survive, literally to survive is what is necessary. Yes, yes, I know. Even uh, as I'm a volunteer, as a crisis psychologist on, on a railway station in Lviv for refugees, uh, so I uh, have done uh, two trainings, or they, they do some trainings for crisis psychologists. And uh, the first and the very necessary thing is not uh, doing some therapy for people in crisis. Never do some, never do this. If their cycle is okay, if they do things to survive, it's okay. We shouldn't t touch them in this. So uh, for me, it's also the same. So if I'm just uh, actually my condition, uh, I'm very reflective, and every day I'm more uh, reflecting what is happening. And for me, I have uh, complex PTSD. I had complex PTSD before my psychotherapy, and uh, as for me, uh, I think that my psychological condition now is much more better than in normal life you know because <laughs> in such a dangerous situation just coping and and doing very well but usually in normal life i have some troubles with some um, anxiety and so on but <laughs> it's very interesting for me for uh, like uh, a psychologist so i will uh, i i be uh, uh i have noticed it uh in my uh clients situations uh people who had uh ptsd or some uh, disasters or with uh, uh anxiety 
uh, now they are very okay, much better than before the war. It, it's it's very interesting thing. Uh, so uh, what about me? Uh, I'm uh, a psychologist, and why I am psychologist? I have for previous education as uh, a marketing and economics, but uh, I had. Uh, a bit difficult uh, childhood. So when I was 23 years old, I have gone to my psychotherapist and uh, my psychotherapy uh, lasts for, for four years without any stops. And first of my life, I started to feel something, to feel, uh, feel myself mm, alive. Uh, so I've understood that, okay, that's it, the thing I want to do in my life. It was very clear for me. So I started to learn more and more and more about it. And uh, for now, I have uh, um, 15 clients, uh, maybe 15 and some 15 uh, who go um, every week who, who come every week and about 20 clients um, who, who come sometimes and uh, um, most most of them uh, after the war starts I do uh, for free like a volunteer because a lot of uh, clients just just stop their lives and go to this war and uh, the, the best I can do for them, just continue our, our work, continue being the, um, a support for them, uh, but to do it for free. I think it's one of the parts of my, uh, of my help for this war, for, for my country. Uh, the other part uh, is... Uh, uh, that I'm uh, um, advisor for right liberal party, uh, and uh, I'm more about uh, sexual sexual education and uh, social psychological rehabilitation because uh, uh, we have some politics about porn, about uh, how we should uh, attitude to, uh, for example. Uh, drugs like marijuana, uh, what should we do with this uh, as a political party? What problem we should do? So uh, these uh, questions are my questions and usually I can uh, do some advice, I can consult them, I can uh, tell them what I know about this. Or, um, so I, even when Maybe we have some crises in body. Uh, I can work as a, as a psychologist or for my own body. So something like this. Um, actually, um, because I'm a traumatic myself and I had uh, complex PTSD, um, you know that uh, such people usually need to have some purpose in life just to um just to connect with this purpose like uh, to hold it and uh, with this purpose just to survive and make their lives for me 
uh, it was psychotherapy. And for me, it was uh, an idea that once I will help myself or I will uh, do my best and I will uh, um, survive from my troubles, after that, I will help other people's people. So, you know, um, psychotherapy and psychology, for me, it was like a, a survival purpose of, of all my life. And of course, I know a lot of about drama because uh, my first psychologist, uh, he knew that uh, I'm very uh, curious person. And uh, to make our psychotherapy more, more constructive or more effective, um, more quality, we had a lot of lessons like uh, studying. So on my psychotherapy, I had like uh, one hour a week uh, only about myself and one hour a week uh, about theory about some um, how to explain all I feel, how to explain um, what's happening with me or with my friends or with the world or something like this. So for me, it was like psychotherapy and education also. And it was something that helped me to live um, and um, I think it's the very beautiful thing, uh, the most beautiful that we have now in our 21st century. Psychotherapy is very good. It's, it's a unique situation when the psychotherapist or the psychologist is also in the same trauma that their clients are enduring. And the whole world experienced this with the pandemic. And when that happened, where we were all enduring the same trauma and also trying to help people in the trauma. And then this is a new example of it is you in this war where you're in Kiev and in danger yourself. And I message you, are you okay? Are you safe? Do you need anything? And you, oh, I'm fine. I've got to go to work. <laughs> And I'm taking care of other people because what I really think that that there's so much truth in what you shared about how when there's a crisis, people who are already good at dissociation are actually really good at functioning in a crisis. And this this example of it in Kiev was was such a specific and brilliant example of that where in the moment while I'm dissociating, I'm actually okay because I'm taking care of this and this and going through those motions and trying to make sure other people are okay because lives depend on that, which is most important. You know, like when we talk about in in theory and therapy, like Maslow's hierarchy of needs or something, like you have to be alive first before you can get yeah. more help. Yeah. What an experience for you being in that and enduring it. What was that like those few weeks before you left Kiev of trying mm -hmm. to work or telehealth or what did that look like for you? Mm -hmm. Actually, uh, I'm a lucky girl. So when I 
I left Kiev um, during our uh, way. We had Russian tanks on our way, um, so uh, it wasn't very safe. But then when I came to Lviv, uh, the very first day I came here, um, explosions starts here. So <laughs> I'm a very lucky girl, and I think <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, for me it's a very, very, very good example of dissociation. And um, uh, actually, I uh, I started my new work for my diploma. Uh, I have uh, um, have started a work about. Uh, um, gender differences between women and men and uh, how they attract other people and this difference you know because i'm sexologist and for me it's very interesting but uh during this war i have understood that it's not such important for me now and maybe i'd like to make some research about people in war because you know uh, it's not because it's not important for me anymore or for the world it's very important but um, i really understand how much people will have uh, trauma after this war yes for now most of them are really in a distortion. They just laugh, make some humor. Mm, they sleep well. They go um, to even cinema. I know people who have, have gone today to the cinema with their children in Lviv, and they was very disappointed because they can't, they couldn't uh, watch it to the end because uh, the uh, anxiety alarm starts, you know, like with the uh, with rockets and so on. So, oh, uh, we are so pity that we couldn't watch it. So they even don't uh, don't uh, uh, scare anymore. They just was disappointed that they couldn't watch the whole uh, film. Uh, so I know that people now are in the very mm, uh, similar condition as I am. For me, uh, I have heard your introduction about me and I was very ashamed, like, oh, you're telling that I'm uh, risking my life, but I'm okay. I'm just sleeping, then I uh, drink some coffee, then I go to the night to volunteer on a railway station, uh, then I even eat some more tasty food, then I laugh with uh, the other volunteers, then we watch some uh, funny memes. Uh, it's a bit ashamed to... I'm just sleeping, then I uh, drink some coffee, then I go to the night to volunteer on a 
railway station. Uh, then I even eat some uh, tasty food. Then I laugh with uh, the other volunteers. Then we watch some uh, funny memes. Uh, it's a bit ashamed to to not be in a survival, you know, like, oh, you tell about me like a, about a hero, but no, I'm just I'm just okay. and and I understand. Because I know theory, I understand what's happening. Uh, and actually, I know that after we win this war, after it will stop, people will uh, find their results for for their cycle. So while while it's so intense and while everyone is still in it, and you escaping Kiev, finally getting out of Kiev, but then by the time you got to leave then the rockets were there and uh-huh. and so people still dissociating even once the war got to that part because other people too had left there because it's one of the routes to poland right so there's lots of people there and then other people dissociate going about normal lives and going to the movies and trying to see a movie but the alarms go off to warn the people yeah. like, to take shelter but then everyday life is just happening but later after the war all the symptoms will come up yes yes for sure actually i can uh tell you about myself when i was in kiev um we were talking about this like okay i'm fine i'm very fine I uh, have worked with my clients. I usually have several hours a day with my clients. Uh, also, I had written some uh, posts for my party to um, to make people or better to give them some instructions how to survive and so on. Also, I had some posts for my Facebook. Um, so I do some things and I was very, very okay. Um, I mean, my condition. Uh, I can even... Uh, you were so I, focused on being so productive. You're like, I'm getting yeah. these things done. <laughs> yes. Actually, um, even more, I could have no sleep at all or several hours of sleeping because it was some alarms uh, in the night, so we need to go to the shelter. And after that, I didn't want to go to sleep. I was okay, very okay. And only after I escaped Kiev and come here, first of all, I have gone to this uh, rail. Ah, no, no, no. First two days, I was just sleeping. Just sleeping, because it's more safe place. It's not a very safe place, but it's more safe than Kiev because it was bombing every single minute. Okay, not every single minute, but uh, every half an hour. So it was like uh, all the time. But here it was um, maybe once or twice a day. So it was very, um, very normal. People even gone, have gone to some coffee shop or, or maybe 
some work or uh, it was like mm, uh, you know uh, birds uh, singing and it was like normal life and two days I was just sleeping and eating and I was mm, like out of this life just I'm not here it was such a, a, a feeling like I'm not here I'm just sleeping and not very inside my body. After that, I uh, started to feel anxiety. Uh, but I, I haven't feel, felt this anxiety in Kiev. Uh, but here I have started to feel very big anxiety, like um, even, even guilt and shame. It's uh, yeah, it's uh, the guilt of uh, survival. Uh, I know it. I know it from theory, but I felt it because uh, I felt like mm, I'm a bad person that I survive and some people are there, there, or I'm a bad person that I uh, escape and somebody there in Kiev maybe need my help or I don't know because nobody asked my help you know uh, but it's like just a feeling so uh, after I felt this I, I, I understood that I need to do some help for other people or I will go crazy so i have uh, found uh, this work as a volunteer as a crisis psychologist and uh, railway station we work for 12 hours like uh, from 7 to 7 in the um, daytime or from 7 to 7 nighttime and uh, when i started uh, all my symptoms gone one more time and uh, i just became more very productive again uh, but um, when it, for example we have uh, the recommendation for psychologists like me when you, I usually walk at night from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. the next day and uh, for people who walk at night we have a recommendation uh, like to walk one night then miss two nights just to sleep next two nights and to to walk one night more uh, but sometimes I do like one night and the next night and then I sleep a lot uh, it depends on my uh, also some studying on my clients and so on uh, and actually actually I I, I want to uh, be more honest actually it maybe depends on my um, feelings of guilt and shame like uh, oh fuck I'm I'm survivor. I have survived one more day, but somebody was killed, and it's so crazy. So I need to do something useful for this world. You know? So, uh, to be honest, it's something like this. Sometimes it happens, and even me, uh, as I'm a lot, uh, as I'm reflective, and as I'm psychologist, and I find this, I write this. I tell this to my psychologist, but still, it it happens. It just happens sometimes with me. So uh, it's the second time 
I uh, have uh, some illness, sore throat or uh, a little temperature and cough. Uh, first of all, I have worked for two nights uh, and then um, felt illness. And uh, this time after that, I have gone again for two nights and again I uh, feel sick. And uh, I know that it's the result of my psycho working because uh, in Kiev, um, it was uh, the very um, external situation and my body and all my uh, resources was uh, concentrated just to survive. I, uh, I have told you that uh, I could sleep just for two hours and it was okay for me. I uh, could eat or could eat nothing. It was okay for me. Everything was okay for me. Um, felt illness. And uh, this time after that, I have gone again for two nights. And again, I uh, feel sick. And uh, I know that it's the result of my cycle working. Because uh, in Kiev, um, it was uh, the very um, external situation and my body and all my uh, resources was uh, concentrated just to survive. I, uh, I have told you that uh, I could sleep just for two hours and it was okay for me. I uh, could eat or could eat nothing. It was okay for me. Everything was okay for me. Still, my body was uh, with me, you know, like, okay, my legs are here, my hands are here, my head is here, I'm still alive, so okay, for my body, for my cycle, for my brains, it was okay. And only here, uh, when it's much, uh, much more safety, but not, not very safe, but much more. Uh, my body started to feel something and started to ask me, uh, okay, maybe we will sleep several days. Uh, okay, maybe we will sleep several days because we are ill. Um, so I, uh, I noticed it and I know that um, a lot of my clients and a lot of people who talk to me, uh, and even people uh, who go from Lviv to Poland or some other countries in Europe, Germany, Italy, Spain, uh, some of them have my contacts and some of them contact with me after that. And uh, almost everyone have some illness after that. And it's not about... Uh, mm, you know, it's not about COVID or something like this. It's usually like our body uh, starts to uh, renew our resources because uh, they were taken to survive. All our resources, uh, all our energy, uh, everything from our body and from our cycle were taken to survive. So... I'm very sure, I'm totally sure, and maybe you will agree with me that after, after we'll have some peace, uh, 
uh, a lot of symptoms will uh, will will be noticed yes so so in the body all of like you said exactly what you said all of those resources being used i have seen that and experienced that myself as well under different situations when i was on assignment or deployed to the middle east or to hurricanes and um or earthquakes and then there would be more earthquakes after that and um especially i see it more um in situations where we could not get safe, like you went from Kiev to leave and then there's more there. Um, like it's, it's, I, I know that we cannot compare traumas. I know we cannot compare traumas, but traumas sometimes are complicated when you can't escape them. So whether that is childhood trauma or like I worked a tornado one time where the tornado had left, was gone, but uh-huh. the rain kept coming and so people who were stuck were trapped and drowning and so the complica- the trauma was complicated because it was a different natural disaster but then another one on top of it and um it, with, with this with the war there there are so many traumas like uh, all the all the things from from escaping one city to going to another city and still being attacked to the trauma and grief of of leaving your home to all the adjustment of living with other people while you're in camps or trying to survive there to getting somewhere like that doesn't even count the day-to-day experience it's so much that your body is enduring that your soul is enduring yes uh actually it's um um you know again my dissociation for now uh, uh wants to say that it's very interesting for me because <laughs> uh, really it's very interesting for me because i have found myself very uh, um very strong person you know actually i have thought about myself like a uh, like about a, a weak person, but uh, all my psychotherapists and friends tell, told me that no, you're a very strong person because you survive this and that and that, and you still fight and you still uh, go on and you still study and so on. But I thought that okay, uh, usually people. Uh, mm, no, it's not my thoughts last years, you know, but it's like from 18 years old to maybe 27 years old, a lot. Um, like, uh, mostly people just leave and do their careers and so on. But I am going to psychotherapist for seven years already. I'm just, what, what's up with me? Uh, maybe and and I still feel some very bad feelings, very uh, complex feelings, very complicated feelings, and uh, I'm trying to um, to understand it uh, and so on and so forth. Uh, some anxiety, some symptoms, but uh, this situation um, ha- helped me to understand that. Okay, my body and my nervous system is gorgeous. They they are gorgeous. 
Uh, they are very good to survive in anything um, because uh, you have told about uh, childhood trauma and really when you can survive in some childhood troubles and it lasts for long years um, or maybe someone has the other PTSD or complex PTSD um, troubles they survive something and okay then they have some copings but if they survive maybe their bodies and psychos are very well to survive one more time and now i feel it like uh, a very good a wonderful example for my future clients who maybe some of them will uh, will have uh, some uh, hopeless feelings like okay will i be okay after these situations and now i know that yes yeah, sure if you survive you will be okay you just need to continue to do some um, instructions like in uh, uh, cbt you just need to do cognitive restructuring and some behavioral experiments and i will help you i will be with you and you will survive again so for me as for psychologist it's a very um, you know motivate motivation period because uh, i think that i will have for a lot of words to say people after i will survive in this after it will end because now i am I'm, i'm really um proud of a human being of people's psyche or, or people's brains and people's uh, bodies because they are just very very good for survival you know in in very different situations they just go and do their things all of them most most of them they just continue to work or become volunteers or just uh three weeks ago he was an it uh, ceo or it programmer or um musician and now he took a weapon and go to fight for his uh, country and it's it's wonderful it's really wonderful and it's um it sometimes make me cry and maybe i will oh not maybe but i will sure cry a lot after uh, our victory but um, human beings are wonderful we just <laughs> made perfect i think okay <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing. I want yeah. to I want to pause. I want you to see my face. I want to pause and make sure you're okay. Are you okay? Because that was a lot. It was a lot. It was beautiful. But your heart. Oh, my heart. Are you okay? 
I know yes. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm going to, I'm going to take a nap and go do some work and <laughs> I'm thinking positive. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, it, it's actually, yes, you know, uh, usually I'm not asking myself a lot of questions because I know that it's not, a not, not that time for this, but I know that, uh, I have a lot of feelings about this, and uh, it's and it's not only you know it's not only bad feelings. There are a lot of proud of my people, of my man, of my country, and it's so big. And I think that sure we will have a lot of tragedy, but we will have a lot of beautiful stories, and it's it's good. It's very good. The world is with you, my friend. I, I don't want to push you and I don't want to stir up too much. And so I just want to respect you as well. But um, is there anything else specific that you wanted to talk about while you're available? Uh, no, right now, I think uh, for me, I, I think that for now, uh, for first time, it's it's very good. Then oh. we can maybe we will have some questions because I know that I have a lot of um, things to talk more for me it's very good and i will be will be really glad if we have some questions from people or maybe you will have some questions or maybe even i will think what i'd like to <laughs> thank you right. oh my goodness uh have a good day maybe you have a day because i have a night and i will go to sleep you have a day it's time for supper dinner oh okay bon appetit so i'm very glad <laughs> okay bye. thank you bye you can follow nadia's story and our work together on the new podcast care in crisis which we are doing to continue to reach ukrainians even as they spread around the world as well as those who have stayed to fight or who do not have the privilege of leaving.
Thank you for listening to Saints and Humans, a podcast for chaplains, even those of us who are very human and still learning to become saints. You can follow us by subscribing to the podcast on any podcast player and following us on our Facebook page, Saints and Humans. Thank you.